and welcome to the Self Love Podcast. My name is Elaine. I'm a life coach and hypnotherapist and I am here to impart wisdom in this bite-sized episode on how you can find more self-love in your life. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Self Love Podcast. Today I will be talking about emotional resilience through challenging times. As I record this, we are in December and approaching what I term the festive season, um, which in the UK is quite a big event um, in terms of social norms, in terms of our religious culture, um, in terms of the meaning we put to it. And that can be quite problematic for many, many reasons and for many, many different people. But this will also serve you well if you're working through any particularly challenging times in your life. We all have to face challenges. Challenges are part of life and challenges are really important for our learning and our growth. But sometimes navigating those challenges can feel particularly overwhelming and it can add a lot of stress and anxiety onto something that's already quite stressful and quite anxiety inducing. Emotional resilience is being able to really connect with how we're feeling and not force it down, push it away or pretend everything's fine. It's about honoring what's there and being able to work with it rather than push it down or push through it. And that will mean we really have to honor our own boundaries of how we're feeling and to be able to give ourselves a little bit of what we need at times when we are managing a heck of a lot in life. The two main constants that we have in our life every single day is the ground beneath and the breath within. Those two things are an absolute given every single day when you wake up. And no matter what you're working with, whether that's seeing members of your family that you don't want to spend time with, whether that's being quite an introverted person that's having to be quite extrovert at the moment, whether that's a lot of things on, whether that's financial uh, constraints, whatever it may be, the thing that I will always say to come back to is the ground is there to support you and your breath is within you. The ground helps you to feel like everything is going to be okay. It's something solid that we can attach to in moments of deep stress, anxiety, whatever we're feeling in our body. It can also be a really good way of connecting with ourselves and reconnecting with any boundaries we might need at that time. And I will come on to boundaries after I've spoken about grounding and breathing. There's an element of grounding called earthing, which is slightly different, but also very useful for grounding too. And that is taking your 
shoes and socks off and placing your feet on the actual ground, preferably grass. And what this does, it really connects you to the earth's energies and the ions in the earth, and it helps to balance you out on a physical level, but also deeply connects you to the grounding energy that the earth gives. Grounding energy is that sense of safety, that sense of attachment to something solid, that feeling of support. And it helps you to feel safe within. It helps your nervous system to move from fight and flight, which it feels in those stressy moments, to our more relaxed rest and digest state. We can't always take our shoes and socks off and stand on the grass. So the next best thing is to feel the ground beneath either your feet, the back of your body, the side of your body lying in a fetal position. And if you're familiar with yoga, there's a, there's a yoga pose called child's pose, which is where essentially you are on your shins and your knees, your bottom is on your heels and you are resting your body forward. So you're curled up in a little ball. The element of the body touching the floor is the most important thing. And it doesn't mean that you have to be on like the ground floor of a home. You can be a few floors up and still connect to the earth that holds you in that space. And what you can do is just really just, just notice. So as I'm talking to you now, I've placed my feet on the ground and I'm just noticing my toes and then the ball of my foot and then the side of my foot and then the heel and then back to the ball of the foot and the toes. And I just start to maybe make this little circular motion with the foot before I plant the feet down and just feel the solidness beneath my feet. To expand this in the body, I usually recommend lying down on the ground with your back on the ground and your feet can be flat to floor, knees bent or legs straight. Just play around with that and see what works for you. Feeling the head supported, the back of the body supported, the feet or the heels. It gives a broader perspective of the amount of body that you have touching the floor at that time. This is a really great way to start and finish your day whilst you're working through times of stress. And accompanied with breathing is super helpful at helping to calm the nervous system. When you breathe, you breathe autonomically. And that means the breath happens. You don't have to think about an inhale or an exhale. It, it's one of those magical things that happens from the moment we're born. We breathe. And it's an automatic function that we have, but it's part of the autonomic nervous system. So it's part of our nervous system, but it's part of the autonomic nervous system that can actually be changed and controlled. And everything else, all of our other vital organs can't be. They just, they just do what they do. But the breath can be changed with the power of the mind. It's also really useful for allowing your mind to focus on something different. So whatever your chosen grounding exercise is, whether it's feet that you feel on the ground and you can do that anytime, which is the best thing about that. You can do it when you're at work. You can do it standing in a queue. 
anywhere you can feel your feet on the ground. Whatever you have touching the ground, make sure that the spine is long so that the front of the body feels open and that there's space for breath. And very simply, all you do is take deeper breaths in towards your belly so that the doming muscle called the diaphragm starts to move more. So you feel the belly expand and soften, expanding with the inhalation, softening, softening with the exhalation. And you feel this beautiful flow start to occur after about three or four breaths. And you may even sigh it out and let the shoulders really drop down from your ears. And just practicing grounding and deep, I call it a belly breath, a deep belly breath for even just a minute can change everything about how you're feeling and thinking. But three to five minutes is a really good start and finish to your day to help you feel a little bit more grounded in control and have this sense of centering when the world might feel a little crazy outside of you and also within you if you're feeling a little bit emotionally discombobulated, which is a perfect word um, for that, but you're feeling a bit inside out emotionally this will also help you to feel a bit less discombobulated and a little bit more centered and calm. It's really about getting out of the mind and into the body when it comes to changing, changing the state within. And when we move into boundaries, which is what I'm going to talk about next, this is where we have to engage our mind and our heart, our soul, and then the action of speaking up to create this boundary that allows us to feel like we're supporting ourselves. We often look to other people to create our boundaries, particularly if we've come from a place of trauma in childhood or we um, have developed certain coping mechanisms, particularly one called people-pleasing. And a boundary is essentially connecting with what feels right or doesn't feel right for you and making sure that you speak up and honor whatever does feel right or doesn't feel right for you. And you create the actions around that that help you to feel more aligned. If something feels right for you, it will feel peaceful and calm and there'll be this deep sense that everything is okay. So it feels right. It feels easy. It feels safe. If something doesn't feel right for you, it will feel the opposite. So let's use the festive period as an example. You might be spending time with certain family members that maybe don't get you. They, they rub you up the wrong way. They don't make you feel good emotionally. They trigger you in some way. So when you are having to spend time with people, and this is the thing, when it feels like you're having to do something, that very much feels like you're going against your boundaries, your will, what you want to happen. So it will feel that sense of dis-ease in the body, that uncomfortable sensation. If you feel that actually not spending time with them isn't an option for you, so actually you do have to spend time with people, it's about creating little mini boundaries within that time. 
So it might be you limit the amount of conversational time that you have with that person, that if they start to antagonize you in a certain way, that rather than respond and react, you move to another room or you take a few deep breaths. And that is you creating your boundary of not getting emotionally involved with that person in that experience. In an ideal world, we will all be really comfortable setting boundaries and we will be able to do exactly what feels aligned to us. But we do have to to face moments of discomfort. We have to face them at work every day, you know, awkward conversations with people. Um, Again, colleagues that maybe particularly we don't gel with, but we have to work closely with. We have to hold ourselves in those spaces so it's about if you can't make a boundary that is a physical boundary where you don't see that person it's about the ability to create little boundaries in that same space it's noticing their words but not automatically reacting to them it's about taking a few deep breaths it's about moving away from the space for a little bit and coming back it's about time limits you know that's a great one especially with family around the festive period you know how long do you want to be in that space with all those people for what feels right for you because with people pleasing we often think about what's right for them there is always a compromise that can be be held right so it might be yeah I'm coming but I'll be there for three hours and then that gives you enough time to retreat away and you know be in a space where you start to feel more comfortable and aligned So that is what I mean sort of by boundaries. It's how you're creating those physical boundaries within that space, the mental boundaries, the emotional boundaries. And it absolutely can be done even in this short space of time. So that is just a little kind of toe dipping in the water kind of exercise on grounding, breathing and boundaries. But these are the three things that will help you through and help you to feel emotionally resilient enough to get through challenging times. And this also applies if you don't have a hectic festive period or you find that you've got times where you are alone. Um, It can feel very difficult sometimes when our societal norm is that this is a very family and, and Thanksgiving kind of time but it might feel the exact opposite for you. And I completely resonate with that and understand that. But what you can do in that is, again, you can use grounding and breathing to feel more emotionally centered, but also know that actually, if you don't need a boundary in that time and you need connection in that time, that there may be people that you can reach out to to get the connection that you need in your life. Even if there isn't, there are ways of feeling more connected. And as simplistic as this sounds, listening to the radio, listening to podcasts, feeling like you have a connection with the person that you're listening to. It might be that you're connecting with friends. It could be an old school friend um, through social media. Usually when we're feeling alone, It's when we tend to isolate ourselves even more when actually what we want is connection. And when we want connection, sometimes we have to be the people reaching out for that to help ourselves to feel in a better place. I hope that's been a helpful little deep dive into 
this period of time, which can feel quite challenging. If there is anything that's really resonated for you in this podcast, I would love you to reach out to me. Um, You can contact me through my website and also Instagram and Facebook and all of those details are in the little bit of writing that you see beneath the episode from wherever you've listened to this podcast. I will be back um, a couple more times in December to wrap up this season, uh, which is season four of this podcast. And we will be going into um, a new year. So it will be a very different energy that a lot of people are feeling. And I'll be there to help guide you through that as well. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please do try out the things that I've mentioned and see what works for you. And of course, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please do subscribe, like and share um, and also leave a review. So if you just want to pop the star rating in, that's super helpful. It allows other people to find this podcast much more easily. Thank you for listening. And I can't wait to be here again with you very soon. Bye for now.